Fed show. Welcome to the rice fields, motherfuckers. So fucking obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty but great. It, it's what we work with. All right. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm BR and I hate feds. And today I've got my second guest on the show. Someone I wanted to make sure I got in on the first ten episodes of uh, my little solo run here. So uh, welcome to the show, Red Wolf. Hey, it's good to be here. I'm real excited. Absolutely. So, uh, Red Wolf here is a member of our community. He's a writer, composer, and singer behind Evergreen Spriggs, a contemporary cowboy ballad duo with a liberty-centric message. Is that about about on target? I mean, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> the only other <laughs> thing I'd really include is, like, folk. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. F- folk is probably the better way to sell you to, to the audience. I'll... I'll just slap in the uh, the tag folk punk because that seems to get like I don't know why they you you ever seen those kind of bands folk punk and you're like they're just they're just cowboys dude yeah yeah <laughs> I, I have seen some of that it's, it's an interesting title uh. yeah you, you hear the name and you expect like I don't know ten gallon hat and spikes and it's just a bunch of guys who grew up with pickup trucks and you know bailing hay but, <laughs> hey hey ho I'm I'm not in charge of culture so it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> But um, how'd you how'd you get into this mess? I mean, uh, get into the liberty community and you know find yourself with this kind of mentality. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I <laughs> guess I first getting into the quote unquote community. I guess like the online community for the liberty movement in general. Uh, I think I started out with uh, some page on Instagram. What it was, I have no idea. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things you see so many of them, you just, they start to blend together after a while. Um, but I think I was at one point in a chat with Trigy, uh, a a long time ago. And it just kind of, you know, from talking to people with the same kind of mindset who I'd never really encountered in my day-to-day life before, uh, it just kind of, I guess, for lack of better words, started to careen me down the rabbit hole further and <laughs> finding more of these pages like your page and bootlickers, Anglo, you know, all these, all these people, you know, uh, I found your page and I, you know, I've been a follower for you for a good while now and, uh, you know, love your stuff, you know, found a lot of information, a lot of education uh, from things that you've posted and things that other people have posted. And that's just I don't know. I guess now it's been uh, maybe two, maybe two years since. Sneaks up on you. Yeah, yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> we just realized we've been recording together for like two years, so I guess we've been doing it like two and a half to three. It's kind of, it, it's it's moving along quick. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so before you found the online community you kind of had these thoughts before would you have called yourself a libertarian before you found uh this bunch or where you kind of you know, didn't have a label for it yet just ideas like um i would i'm just trying to think like put myself back in that headspace from where i was i guess i would have considered myself a libertarian yeah um just from like the general principles of course, my family, you know, when I was I was yeah. raised, you know, it was generally pretty conservative, leaning Republican. So, you know, it's one of those things. But I had a lot of my own ideas, a lot of things I didn't necessarily agree with. And I got to the point that I was just kind of like, I don't I, I don't I don't do any type of politics. I don't do any type of labels. I'm sick of this crap. <laughs> I can't like you can't talk to anyone <laughs> like all, all yeah, that. Kind yeah. Of, 
like, are you, are you in the stuff. same box as me or not? <laughs> yeah, it, it just it got it got so hard. It's just like, man, I just I just I just I just want to be left alone. I'll leave y'all alone. Let me shoot my guns, and you know <laughs> we're we're good. We're good. Yeah, that's basically what my mindset had been for like seven years prior. <laughs> that's just yeah. that's like all I cared about, really. Yeah, I have a very peaceful mindset, and yet somehow people manage to make you feel like the crazy one. Yeah, that's, that's a, yeah, it's a very good way to put it. Yeah, it's uh, it's always a relief. Uh, I I find no matter who you speak to and where they came from, it's like when they found this community, it was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah, you know it. It, I mean, you hit hitting the nail on the head there. <laughs> yeah, so, because like, yeah, you, know, you have a lot of people who are who are like, you know, in my local community who were like. You know, conservative. They also shot guns. They also, you know, went outside and did all this stuff, and you know, X, Y, Z, checking the boxes. But then, you know, they have like some just beliefs that are abhorrent to me. Like, <laughs> and then it's just like, uh, I mean, I guess that's whatever. I'm not gonna try and argue with you about it anymore because you're just gonna scream. And yeah, yeah. I, I had a conversation like that uh, just yesterday. I sat down with a guy, talked with him for hours about guns and you know liberty and rights and stuff like that and all of a sudden he starts talking about uh cia black sites and well you know if we gotta cut off a few pinkies here and there and gouge out some eyes to save american lives it is what it is i was like oh my god where did that come from <laughs> jesus there is there is a there's a quote by somebody on your show i don't remember who just um the um uh the on one of the e-militia podcasts and I actually wrote it down because it was just, it's just so, it's just so right. You know, you have people like that and the way whoever it was described it was that they'll wave the flag in your face until you're blinded by it. Oh yeah. And I think that's, I mean, that's, especially in America, that's, that's what happens. That's what, that's what happens to everyone. You're, you're so blinded by it that you can't see past it. You know, you're told we're the best in the world. We have this and this and this and this and this and all these other countries are this and this and this. And, you know, you don't question it. You don't want to question it. It's too old to think about you even having to question that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting because your, your album art for Ever, Evergreen Spriggs, uh, the first thing you put out, We Will Not Comply, is kind of uh, reminiscent of that, that thought process. You have a bunch of, bunch of people waving flags on the, the white stripes, and then the whole thing's an upside-down U.S. flag. So what sounds like, you know, uh, a contemporary country album obviously the message when you if you listen to the lyrics is very uh very in the face of what's the the norm out there you know the waving the flag in your face until you can't see anything else um it's kind of uh flying in the face of that so is is that a big part of your message you think um kind of moving past that blind americana and focusing on the the important values that's kind of the the thing i get when i listen to uh your work yeah i I would say that's i mean that's I think that's the whole point. Yeah. Really. Um, and you know, not even just in, I mean, of course, you know, I have my bias cause you know, I was born and raised in the United States, but you know, it's, it's really for, it's for every, it's for every country, you know, every country at some point, they have that kind of indoctrination from when they're young and you know, God forbid they go into a military or, you know, they go into a police force or something, you know, it's even brainwashed even more into them. Yeah. And it's so hard to get out of like, it takes it takes a lot. It takes a whole lot to be able to overcome that. And usually it's by some type of outside force, quote like culture. quote unquote outside force. Yeah, culture. It's a cultural change. It's a cultural shift. And yeah. that's what it takes. Whether that be, you know, the example from you when uh <laughs> I remember you saying like your buddies had to help you find the dude or the guys who would like assaulted me you know beat you up or something yeah 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 yeah. or you know just you know being introduced to ideas that you know you suddenly find yourself being like oh i agree with that but wait a minute it doesn't approve with uncle uncle sam daddy yeah (laughs) Yeah, absolutely back in the day uh when i i followed like early whiskey and rebellion he'd be posting you know gun stuff gun stuff blah blah blah, you know um and then all of a sudden like libertarian stuff and then there'd be something about cops i'm like oh you bastard like, how could you how could you say that about heroes in blue? I wasn't quite that dramatic, but I, I remember being very offended 
by the notion that they talk shit about <laughs> cops, but also but be pro gun and until that wore away on me. And uh, yeah, like no one really realizes quite how brainwa- brainwashed they are until someone's like, "Hey, uh, look over here. There's something else." <laughs> and exactly, um, it you know we we we're not getting that from schools. We're not getting that from our politics. So it has to come from culture. You know, as they say, politics is downstream of it. And uh, I've been yeah. I've been hoping that we'd see more people putting out music with uh, with this kind of message, no matter what the the genre, you know, um, just something that <laughs> asks for something other than blind obedience or apathy. So yeah, it, it's, exactly. It's good to see people, um, you know, putting putting lyrics to paper and putting something together that's uh, bigger than just standing on a soapbox. You know, it's it's performance. It's part of culture, and, and your music's very, um, very timely, but also like deeply American. To me, as an outsider, as someone who you know really romanticized the kind of uh, outlaw country vibe and the last <laughs> last days of the West and stuff, I, I can see someone sitting around the fire, you know, singing this stuff to their their buddies, and I don't know. It's um. It feels very right for this community, you know, that whole cowboyistan <laughs> vibe we have going. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That that you know, that that kind of uh genre, those kind of genres are the things that I like the most personally. Um for Shiva, he doesn't exactly lean that exact same way with those kinds of songs or that kind of genre. Uh but I mean, he you know, when we work together on songs that come out I think they're our best songs when we both collaborate on a song and we both put words to paper and we just, we mold it and make it one great song. It's not even, you know, cause I have some songs on there. They're very cowboy westerny or folky. And then there are some that are very, you know, for lack, I guess lack of better words, very modern sounding. Yeah. Uh, a real good example of that is streetlights. Uh, that was actually, that was, that was completely written by Shiva. And of course, I I sing and perform, but I just baby, man, you, <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's one of my favorites from him because it's just it's so good, you know, it it hits, you feel it, everyone feels that at the end of the day when they're coming home, <laughs> just about no matter where they are, you too, it's it's wild. And you guys also have the kind of IRA pub song sounding. Uh... <laughs> That is uh, link up, link up seven steps. That's right. Yep. I, uh, and that you... <laughs> is one of my absolute favorites. I, I wrote that in about probably about 15 minutes. <laughs> I was, I was getting some of my gear together. Just, you know, uh, seeing, basically seeing like how, how I could arrange something differently on some of my stuff. And I was just like, huh, I wonder if I could make a song that is like an instruction manual for people just getting into this. And within 15 minutes, I just had it written. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> yeah, okay. There it is. <laughs> it, it's just, there it it's is. just fun. And it, it sounds like something that could have come straight out, out of Ireland, but you're talking about comms and, and your gear and stuff. And it's like, this is what we need. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, God knows the community loves its uh, IRA memes and imagery. <laughs> oh, yeah, they sure do. <laughs> so when, when I sure heard do. that, I was like, you know what? Well played. Even as a Brit, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, it, it's, it's fun that you guys, you're not like locked in, you know, trying to do the cowboy thing or something. It's not like, you know, it has to be this thing. It's, um, it, it's, it's liberty above like an aesthetic almost which is you know, yeah <laughs> as good as it gets exactly in my exactly so what got you guys into uh performing are you or uh writing and all that have you guys uh were you guys performers before or is this just like a hobby during lockdown or <laughs> uh well i personally i've played i played guitar the well, I played trumpet the longest of any instrument. That was the first instrument classically trained on. Uh, and then from there, it went to guitar and banjo, mandolin, and ukulele. And I just, I just picked them all up and was, and were just doing them all the time whenever I could. Ever since I was like, uh, I guess probably like twelve or thirteen. And I've just, 
you know, I've, you know, whenever I hear a song, you know, it's like, well, I like that song and I like to sing it. I want to learn how to play it too. And I just went from there and that's what I did. And I didn't really get into actually writing lyrical music. Um, uh, I guess until like my senior year of high school, I kind of got into it. I never performed or anything, never even really recorded. I just kind of wrote stuff. I'm just like, that's fun. Yeah. I just did it on my own with no real rhyme or reason to it. Um, Shiva, he, he's he been playing guitar for a good while too. I mean, probably like seven years, I think. A rough estimate. And he's always been a writer. He he can he can write just about anything. He writes tons of poetry, short stories, and music. It just it came naturally to him. He started writing stuff first, and then it kind of gradually went into well. Let's see how I can you know add my guitar to this, or how I can add my mandolin to this, or you know insert instrument here that we wanted to use. And we just kind of said, hey, maybe we should get together and actually write some stuff for this. And the very first song that we that we wrote um, was "We Will Not Comply," mm-hmm. and we actually wrote that song together during the uh, that big Richmond rally. Oh. I guess that was how long I don't even remember how long ago now over I mean, over, a over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we wrote it while that was going on because. You know, we were seeing everything that was happening and we're just like, wow, this is awesome. Look how many <laughs> thousands of people are there. That is just guys strolling that's around with Barrett's and couples and, yeah. and all that good stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, it, that, it was it was refreshing to see, too, because the last thing that I went to as far as like, you know, demonstrations or anything was the first rally in D.C. Mm. and you know pretty low energy not a whole lot of people there and you know it's just it just i don't know i'm i am happy i went i met some people uh it was a good thing to be there and i'm glad that i was but you know it was just the richmond thing was just leaps and bounds over yeah you know just blew it out of the water i think dc was a real education for everyone because it was kind of like the last straw of our community being like yeah we'll just go along with whatever the you know whatever the gun rights people are doing and so an unarmed protest in dc everyone's like yeah yay let's (laughs) let's let's go get it gang and uh my co-host from the english podcast resi went along um i think pog actual was there i think i'm not entirely sure maybe moa I think he was there or de-infringed these days. Like there was there was a fair few people from our community out there who, you know, mm-hmm. traveled states to to get there. And sure enough, it was like kind of a kind of a buzzkill. You guys get stared at by a lot of cops or you know, there really weren't a lot. <laughs> it, it, it was it was kind of weird. Like of course, you know, you have DC cops are yeah. walking around, you know, just in general, but like on the Capitol stairs. There was like, I think four at the most at one point, <laughs> but there was one guy, one like, you know, obese Bubba up there in his freaking, uh, <laughs> in his little, in his little rectangle box. And he would just come out every now and then and just look over the crowd. And I could, you know, everyone was just like, man, look at that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he wishes that he could take every one of us right now. Yeah, back in the back in the day when you guys were chanting uh, "Boogaloo" at yeah, these things, <laughs> yeah. and I remember seeing a few Man. videos that there were some good oh, signs yeah. that came out of that protest. In fairness to the people that turned up, like uh, I think uh, like turn your red flags into red coats or something. I saw. Some... Yeah, that that was that was a good one. I liked that. That was that was awesome. Stuff. <laughs> back back when we were like building up to being fiery, and then sure enough, the the Richmond rally was something else really uh yeah kind of en- oh, yeah. kind of energized everyone so I, I can see why it inspired that song you guys just uh sing at home and see it on the news and like oh yeah <laughs> stuff's moving again thank god <laughs> i just I, I mean i knew i knew that that was uh up and coming yeah so i said okay i said to <laughs> shiva i said hey spend the night let's watch this first thing in the morning 
and let's see what goes what happens. Let's yeah. see what goes down because you know a lot of people were speculating. Oh, Mess. hey guys, shit, yeah. shit's going to go down. You know, stuff is going to happen. And you know, I mean, fair enough. And, you know, I guess you know anything could happen. Oh, yeah. Especially with the with you know all the snipers and everything that were positioned everywhere, and all that crap. Yeah, but, we were expecting agitators know, and all sorts of nonsense. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I I I always forget how tense it was right before it. We were like, okay, good luck, guys. Uh, I love you. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I'll just get it out for the homies right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then next thing you know, you, you got a guy, you know, or Trigy and all them dancing in the street, singing, barbecuing. It was like, oh, thank fuck. But uh, yeah, and, and the, oh, the yeah. success of that really propelled uh, the rest of what we did for that year. <laughs> Yeah, you know, of course, you know, they passed a bunch of crap in oh, yeah. Virginia about all that stuff happening. And, you know, that's something that, you know, yeah, we know that's going to happen. Yeah. But I think that event probably did more to help spread the message and to help get information out to more people than anything I can think of. Oh, yeah. Cause, I, I mean, mean they, they were like, what, were there like 40,000 people I, I, who went I, I to that see, march? I see all sorts of crazy numbers from like 10K to 40K. I have no idea what's accurate. Um, I have to ask someone on the ground, but, you know, it was it was a lot. I'd say at least 10,000, you know, being very conservative, which is still fucking impressive. And uh, yeah. I, I think what that did for everyone was like, oh, good, we're not just basement-dwelling you know, loners who are like this this fringe group, like they like to make us think we are. It's like, oh no, they're completely regular people from all walks of life. Uh, you know, we even had Black Panthers there, and you know, Black Guns Matter. There was people with all sorts of LGBT flags carrying ARs. It was like, you know, like really try and paint us <laughs> as this uh, these fringe wackos. And you know, they tried, oh, but yeah. you know, even even on like. You know, even on the far right circles of propaganda and far left circles of, pop of propaganda, they you could you could tell that there was that like cog in the wheelworks in their brain because yeah. like wait a minute they knew they were lying. <laughs> wait a minute, what what is this? This person isn't supposed to be there. Yeah, why are they smiling and dancing with this person? Yep, and it's just like man, they they didn't they didn't really know how to play it, and I used a bunch of. You know, for lack of better words, normies who are commenting on it, being like, "What is going on?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, you had there was a there was this clip of or like kind of infamous clip now of uh, Trigy and a, a bunch of his group crossing the street, and someone filmed it, and the headline was "White Supremacists in Richmond, Virginia," and like two of the guys in his group were black. It's like, <laughs> great. <laughs> Yeah, nice one, guys. Really, really fucking nailed it. Weirdest. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I guess they're going by the you know Dave Chappelle skit version of white supremacist, but you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, so yeah, it, it was a uh, that that was like very energizing for the community. Um, and you said that was the first song you released, right? We will not comply. Yep, that was that was the first one. So uh, that was. Um, and how long did you release it after? Ah. Uh... Hmm. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm really not sure, actually, because the, the thing is, we didn't even. We didn't even have a Instagram page. Yeah. We, we, we hadn't even really thought about it, it just, or just, anything. Yeah. Inspired. It was just like, hey, let's make a song and somehow post this. Let's somehow get this out there to people. And I, I did. We <laughs> did. And it's you know I am we are where we are now. Yeah. Let's see. I posted that first song on February the fifth. That's that's what it says on Instagram, <laughs> at least. <laughs> I mean, these things we we never quite know what our intention is when we when we you know dip our toe in the water. Like you know, my first tactics post was I think something about cover versus concealment. Oh no, it wasn't even that. It was um it was about shooting uh like groin or head if someone has body armor on and it was just like a it was a glorified <sighs> meme that i you know something i illustrated and all of a sudden it's like hey make more of these <laughs> did you have a yeah. <laughs> you have a similar kind of response with uh we will not comply or was it your own efforts that you were like we should do more i it was a little bit of both mm. um after we had written the first song and basically 
you know, wrote it and played it all in the same day, mm. all, all all on that all on that day, and we're just like this. This is pretty good. I I think this is pretty good. You know, we hit a bunch of highlights. You know, there's a lot of emotion in this. You know, it means a lot. Both means a lot to us. You know, I know just from seeing this rally. You know, I give anything if I had written this beforehand <laughs> and you know asked someone to play it during that rally. You know, God only knows. Yeah. But, so it just kind of blew up from there and after i started getting some comments on it you know just like yeah this is this this is this is what this is what we should be doing absolutely it's um it's good to see people out there you know uh going beyond that anger and actually being creative with it you know trying to trying to make something instead of just (laughs) just bitch there's so many you know it's an automatic reaction to just bitch and complain but um oh yeah when we actually start producing things that's when we make progress because you know people that produce things are you know they attract people because it's like oh you're creating something i'm gonna go check this out instead of just like oh hey another angry asshole on the internet (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly exactly and so i I, i've noticed uh you guys put out your your chords and your lyrics for every song on release and so i i take it that's uh kind of to make sure that message is heard as loud and clear as possible whenever you put out one of these things. That's that's exactly the reason. Like, you know, a bunch of people have messaged me saying, hey, is it okay if, you know, I do a cover of your song? I'm just like, yeah, man. I, you know, it, we're not, we're not doing this to make, like, to make money. Like, that we're not making any, any money. <laughs> oh, like, no, you guys could, I think, you guys I could think... have uh, put on a mega hand, done the mega challenge if you want to do that. exactly you know i i am here we are here to do this to get this message out to make it mainstream to get people comfortable with the idea you know uh, you talk to the average person and you know using a bunch of the buzzwords are going to scare them and (laughs) it's going to make them just shut down and, you know, it's one of those things where if you talk to someone, you say, oh, you know, if you really want to look more into this, you got to read Rothberg or you got to read this, read this and this and make sure you read this manifesto about that. And it's just like, whoa, 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 just, <laughs> you know, you're going 80 and a 30 over here. Yeah. Just give me a second. And that's a lot for people to digest. And that's that's hard. It takes it takes a motivated individual to be able to sit down, take the time and do those things. And the sad reality is most people don't want to do that and they won't do that. Absolutely not. But, you know, and even like, you know, recommending them, Hey man, you go look at, you know, this page and then you see that they're, and it's someone who's a normie and then you look at it and say, Oh, wait a minute. They're bashing cops. <laughs> Exit out. I'm not going to look at it. Yep. And then you have other people who see, Oh, it's just, you know, it's just gear and tactics and stuff that I don't understand. And this is really confusing. I don't have time for this. Click off. But something that, just about everyone does have time for everyone has like three minutes, five minutes out of their day, hell on a morning commute to listen to a song in their car. Mm -hmm. Everyone has that. And one of the biggest ways that you make a real change in a society, in the world is through a cultural change. Having all of these pages that are dedicated to, you know, gear and uh tactics and you know shtf and you know all this great all this fun stuff it's great and you know i'm glad it's there but that's that's not going to be the thing that wins people over it's it's just it's just not you have to appear you have to appeal to the larger part of society and one of the best ways to do that is well through musical medium i think yeah yeah to really create a cultural change you need something that's catchy that's fun that's easy to digest you know you have someone just suddenly you know song gets stuck in their head keeps singing it man what is that song where's that from what are the lyrics to this someone looks it up and goes oh that's interesting what is he talking about there you know if it if it actually catches their interest yeah absolutely I think uh, when people passively hear about these things and they make the decision for themselves to research it more, that's, you know, obviously the the optimum result. You don't want to shove someone's nose in the book and be like, hey, understand oh, yeah. this for me, please. And the world will be a better place because you're not going to you're not going to get them there. But 
to, to give a real blunt example, it's kind of like uh, NWA's Fuck the Police, you know? All of a sudden, police brutality goes from this kind of, you know, like, yeah, we can kick that problem under the rug every four years when it crops up to, you know, a national issue that everyone's heard about. And it just takes one one good song with a, a solid message that hits home with enough people to really affect the public's opinion. Absolutely. What's your long-term hopes for uh for evergreen sprigs you guys uh looking to do any live shows in the future or um <laughs> i honestly i i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know when, when shit gets gets uh beyond whatever this <laughs> shit storm is yeah going. i i i'm really not sure uh my our biggest thing honestly is just you know i i talk to i i Basically, I just want to get I just want to get the message out. I just want people to listen to the words that are in my songs that are in our songs so that it helps spread. Like that's 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 really all I care about. <laughs> I mean, you're working with the right symbolism. Uh, I mean, just from the name, uh, I mean, at, at a cursory glance, I, I presume it's some kind of reference to uh, an appeal, the appeal to heaven flag um yeah yeah it's the appeal to heaven flag and also just even uh even before the american revolution started uh in the in the colonies way back in the day there was a basically the british had a guy that would come out and he reserved certain trees to be used for their navy mm. because these certain pines were the best ones to use for a ship's mast and if it was on your property it doesn't matter if he had marked the tree it was property of the british government good old eminent and domain <laughs> there yep there you go and people got pissed about it and from that point onward the sprig of evergreen literally just a sprig of evergreen you know plucked off of you know a pine tree they would actually put it in their hats. They would wear it on their lapel, and it became a symbol of, you know, resistance against that. And it just spiraled from there all the way to the um, appeal to heaven flag, mm. and it's been used ever since. Oh, that's that's how these things move, you know. Just just took uh, one artist to, you know, make it a symbol instead of just a an action, a reaction, and. We're still flying that thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just not against the British anymore, which is unfortunate, but that's, that's where <laughs> we're at. <laughs> um, that, that's something I wanted to get into as well. Um, so, so the kind of tone of your your duo is very... Uh, it, it sounds like... I mean, it, it could come from any time of cultural strife in this country, but, um, you know, if we want for the modern references to, to gear and stuff, and what's the kind of tone you want to, to send? Because... Sometimes you know you have your uh, your more hopeful songs and your more kind of solemn, like we are in a situation. And is that the kind of uh, the kind of tone you're trying to put out? Like you know, wake up, because that, that seems to be what just from uh, listening through a few times. I've the kind of reaction I've got is uh, it's I feel like I'm being grabbed by the shoulders and shaking a little bit. Like hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> in the best way i yeah uh i would say that's that's pretty accurate you know that's that's the biggest thing is you know wake up wake up people look look, look around you literally open your eyes listen to what they're saying look at what they're doing yeah you know it's it's just once i guess once you have your quote-unquote epiphany it is just baffling to look back yeah it is it is unbelievable and you want to do and e even though it's uncomfortable you know you, you want to help people find that epiphany to see what is going on yeah because it is it is horrifying but it is a freedom that you grant yourself when you do absolutely it's and the, that's oh sorry no that you're good um that's i mean that's that's the biggest thing that everyone needs to do. If you find that freedom, I mean, you you are free. Yeah. It comes down to you. Yeah, as an individual, just making the decisions for yourself. And 
like a lot of your songs, I they pretty much every song has about six red pill moments at least. <laughs> just, um, <laughs> I mean, just uh, as we write our history books, watch for oppressors planted among you. Someone might hear that and be like, "What do they mean?" I mean, to me, my my immediate takeaway is, uh, you know, your, your fellow neighbors voting to have people point guns at you. Is that kind of the intention behind that that message, that lyric? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. You know, it can it can be it can be made into you know a broader thing. Yeah. Like, I think I think when I wrote it, I I, I there was some news in the community or something about uh a fed or something oh, that was yes. literally um like it, it like when you look at the pictures of him i don't remember what it was from but if you look at the pictures of him he's in a group protest or something I mean, you, you can literally see an earpiece <laughs> you can see it going down his neck it's colored and it's just like this guy looks you know this guy looks like he's fresh off of the you know, fresh off the line from boot camp with mm. that haircut and those like freshly pressed jeans and all this crap, like you know, stuff don't add up. Yeah, and it's that kind of thing to you know watch for that. You know, they 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 are they are hiding. You can't just be an idiot, yeah. you know, and just say whatever you want, especially among people you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, please. If if we can learn one thing as a community by the end of this year, it'll be to stop talking to people that are like, hey, you guys want to go build Molotovs out in the desert? Like, <laughs> uh, uh, you, you grab, I don't know, fucking Arby, uh, you, you head out to make bombs with someone you don't know. Like, come on, guys. Oh, yeah. But um, <laughs> as, as we write our history books, it's been one of the ones that really, really stuck out to me because I, I do think about how, you know, our kids, our grandkids will ask us about what we did as you know throughout these uh these events that we're living through because you know history is right now which i think is a very very important lesson to take away from from that song alone exactly and that's that's what i was thinking about the entire time when i was writing it i was just like wow i mean you know people always say yeah you know you're living through history Man, we've really lived through history the past two fucking years. I gotta tell you, yeah, what. <laughs> yeah. What, what what is it like? I don't know, like forty percent of all the U.S. money has been printed since the pandemic started, or something insane like that. And it's like, yeah, you, you don't it's... think that's you know historically significant? <laughs> Y'all not think this is a problem? Yeah, uh... like, like these are these are gonna be on the test. <laughs> all this stuff's gonna be on the test <laughs> in a, a few decades' time, and uh, it's important to really take account of what you're doing during all of this and to be like am i just sitting by and letting history happen around me or am i making positive decisions and trying to do some good during all of this yeah for sure yeah the eye of history is gazing on us i as as individuals all we can do is try and unplug from from this mess as it's <laughs> as, as it's all going on around us but um but i i actually i really I mean, I, I just, I love this. I love most all my songs, but uh, especially this one. I really like the chorus. You know, there is a change in the air. Some feel joy, others despair. You know, that's basically what I'm trying to say there is that there's that classic divide, you know, for, especially in news or in politics, when politician A does this, people like have a meltdown yeah. and then, the other side are like, hooray, yeah, this yeah, is um, the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah. You oh, know, they're upset. I love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, one of the other big things that I've kind of, I don't know, I guess inadvertently, I've never really actively thought about trying to make that a theme, but cycles. Mm. Uh, I, I use self kind of stuff. Yes. Yes, every like in a lot of these songs. I mean, hell, even one of my songs is called "Cycle." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, these cycles—they just—they continue. They keep going. We we've seen it a million times before, but people don't. They just—it's—it's it's that classic thing of history repeats itself, and people don't people don't look, people don't pay attention, and. They just kind of blow it off. Yeah. And what we have now is the result of that. <laughs> yeah. What is it? It's it's literally the folly of man. We fall into a cycle every single time. Yeah. 
it's uh and i mean i'm hoping the age of information is gonna offer up enough people uh, the chance to step back and be like oh yeah i know how this one ends <laughs> no thank you <laughs> but you know we'll see it it's playing out uh i i think i think there's gonna be a significant amount of people that learn and do prepare for whatever comes but i think a whole lot of people are going to be just shocked <laughs> those those crazy libertarians were right <laughs> oh yeah turns out my dollar isn't worth as much anymore and gas is getting crazy expensive mm-hmm. so this is the the first album you guys have like kind of formally put together right we will not comply yep that that's that's our flagship album and uh what's the what's the plans going forward you guys uh any any formal plans uh well so far we're just i mean we just we make music whenever we can yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's basically that's basically been our thing that's what we do so you know whenever we come out with you know at least 10 songs you know we can try and put them into a new album and we just go from there <laughs> just nice and loose and as as the inspiration hits yeah exactly that's, that's exactly how it goes well i mean it's the way to do it you know you guys are i presume completely independent you know no no responsibilities it's just as as needed which is how it should be really <laughs> mm-hmm. um so you guys uh you said your your co-writer had a pretty pretty different set of influences and tastes from you uh so for me my my influences are uh real classic country like Hank Williams Senior classic country. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm that I'm that kind of guy. I will yodel in my truck like all day long. And uh <laughs> but you know, also the you know, the outlaw country. Yeah. All 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 of them. Johnny Cash was I mean is a huge one for me. I love singing Johnny Cash. And <laughs> I just that's that's one of my favorites, man. And other stuff like old Americana folk music, um, Irish music. I was raised a ton on that ever since I was little. And I, I also yeah, I listen to like classic rock and some hard rock. Yeah. And that's 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 me. That's that's the kind of stuff that I listen to. Now, as far as Lord Shiva goes, um, I'm just gonna. I asked him to write out his like his inspirations for music, so I'm just going to read exactly what he wrote. He <laughs> has uh, yes, Bob Marley, whose music advocated for the liberation of society from oppressive regimes. Jimmy Buffett, whose music encourages a quintoxic <laughs> view of life where everyone pursues their own joys without constraint by conventions and impositions that question such desires. Tom Waits, whose music equivocally tells the tragic beauty of a crumbling life in a world that declares war on the very human soul. And lastly, the many protests and folk singers of the 60s who spoke out against an oppressive regime long before most even realized just how quickly we were sliding into tyranny. You can tell that he is a good writer. (laughs) (laughs) Very very base. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a healthy group of mixes. I mean, you know, that's that's like <laughs> almost lib left and lib right. Got some yeah. Johnny Cash and Bob Marley, <laughs> <laughs> giving the finger for uh, very different reasons. But I mean, there you go. right on. I I respect it. Um, yeah, I I mean, you'd hate to hear me singing Johnny Cash, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that that would be that'd be something to hear. If if I'm in the truck, I belt it. I won't lie. I I fucking belt me some Folsom Prison Blues, but. Never in Hell public. Yeah. I will. I'll take that one to my grave. Even my, even my lady. <laughs> I, I think. I think the only person who's ever heard me sing that stuff is my lady. <laughs> that's how. That's how we're gonna keep it because I am. Uh, I, I tell everyone. Um, instead of starting a garage band, I, I start a podcast because <laughs> no, no musical <laughs> talent is the next best thing. But hey ho. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it to the guys who've been uh, doing guitar for seven years and know what they're doing. <laughs> Um, I mean, I I absolutely appreciate the DIY stuff. It's that's how you do things. Absolutely. 
have you guys got any plans to so, sort of set up a Evergreen Sprigs uh, social media page or website or anything? Or We have thrown around the idea, and we've also thrown around... I, I don't exactly want to get into this, but mm. it would help you know, to make a little bit of money. Oh, yeah. Uh, possibly doing a little bit of merch. Maybe oh, just something like our album Th- covers no or something. There's no but, shame in that. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's me. I, I don't, I don't knock anyone who does it. It's just like, you know, for me, I guess I'm, I, I'm very singular minded on just like message. Music, no, no, I, I understand. Play. I understand. Play. It's just, that. I don't know. Um, I was like that for ages. I didn't, um, a lot of people asked me about doing merch for like maybe the, almost the, the entire first year I was doing my social media stuff. And I was like, I just post memes and bitch on the internet. Like I, I absolutely (laughs) do not deserve your money. Like I appreciate the follow. I appreciate the likes, appreciate the shares. That's kind of where it ends. But I mean, merch is just as good a way to spread a message as anything else. I mean, it, and it's completely someone's prerogative if they want to spend their money to, you know, to wear your message or your designs or whatever on on their shirt. Um, I, I mean, when I buy people's stuff, it's it's to start conversations, you know, like anti state. Uh, of course, I got I got to plug the spirit resistance stuff. Um, expired state. I think he's off IG now for whatever reasons, but um, I mean, all those guys, you know, their stuff. It's it's not so much like. Like they're just plugging into uh cash a check. It's you know, the conversation starters. They they help us spread this message. So I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. have any shame in, in getting in, into some of that. Like literally just a, a logo shirt, some album stuff, some lyrics, you know. Whatever you guys yeah. want to do. It's, I, it's it's definitely something that we're probably gonna be looking into because uh fun fact, all of our songs are recorded on my cell phone. <laughs> damn yeah no i mean that that's how we were that's, that's how it starts that's i that's why they, that's why they sound kind of rough <laughs> they, they, i mean i i'm absolutely not the metric to measure this by because i listened to punk that was recorded on stuff a lot worse than your cell phone so <laughs> um <laughs> like back in the 70s and 80s so uh i i, I didn't know that man it, it sounds good for for that uh, but but again my I appreciate my it. my ears are probably not the best metric to go by but <laughs> i'm i'm notoriously unfussy but um yeah i mean i mean secure that bag man <laughs> if if people like what Absolutely. you're doing they want to help you do more of it that's the way i see it you know it, it, yeah it's it's a good way to look at it i mean we're all you know we all understand how how markets work if if you suck, no one's going to give you cash. If people want to see you do more, they're going to help you out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those things of like, I'm also, I I just, I don't know, I guess within like the uh, last six months or so, I really got into, well, I guess probably about seven, eight months. I really got into actually messaging pages and being like, <laughs> hey, notice me, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, there is a there is a, a swamp of people out there, and it's it's hard to get your head above the water sometimes. Like the only reason oh, yeah. only reason anyone came across me is because I'd comment on people's pages and shit, you know. I or I'd I'd finally work up the nerve to talk to the people I've been following for years and be like, hey, what's up? I'm doing this. You're kind of cool, you know. Not not like going around like, hey, can I get a shout out, please? But just talking to people, and you know, if enough people see what you're doing and like it. They're gonna they're gonna help give you a platform, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's something I've kind of struggled with. Sometimes I don't exactly know how to, how to like how to approach a page and ask, "Hey, would you mind listening to some of my music?" Ah, we're all yeah. we're, we're all just, <laughs> just we're all just guys in our mom's basement. There's no shame, you know. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah, some of us have just been doing this a bit longer than yeah. the rest, so. <laughs> So I've just been broadcasting from downstairs longer yeah. than others. Be like, Mom, chocolate milk. So anyway, <laughs> like I was saying, uh, liber- chocolate milk and candies. Yeah, yeah. chocolate milk. Uh, <laughs> Dad. Uh, so as I was saying about refreshing the tree of liberty, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's, there's no shame in it, man. And uh, I, I think, um, I mean, having an evergreen sprigs 
page i know it's a pain in the ass to to run multiple pages um and i'm certainly no saint for uh <laughs> for uh being the best at that if you look at my liberty punk ink page but um i mean it, it doesn't hurt to you know have consistent um a consistent name across platforms so people can find you easier yeah i i, I need to get into it i need to start doing that more it help just to help expand get the name out get the yeah. you know the title of the band out the songs out it's just it's it's been interesting i am currently in grad school and it is something else <laughs> kind, kind of to, kind of uh, a mac burner <laughs> along with a social yeah. life <laughs> no i don't no i don't have one of those <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, what's that yeah, yeah I, I i have not had one of those in a in a long time <laughs> And it's it gets it gets real it gets real hectic because like it's it's days like I feel like I could have I feel like I could have a third album done by now, but yeah. I just I literally don't have the time to just sit down and write them like I could a year ago before I started, and it's yeah. it's a little bit infuriating. Like sometimes I'll. I'll just be sitting there like on my way to school or something. Uh, and I'll be like, that's an interesting melody that just popped into my head from the window. Okay. Let's, let's record that on my phone and listen to it later. Cause I'm going to forget it in five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I'll, I'll get that. Or sometimes I guess from inspiration for words, of course I have, you know, I have thoughts about, you know, generally what I want to write about. Yeah. But sometimes just like a whole verse or a line will just come to me completely randomly. And it's just like, okay, all right, let me, uh, write, let me text that down on my phone real quick uh, before I forget it. And I'll look at it later and it's almost indecipherable because of all the misspellings. But <laughs> Oh God, whenever I have an idea for like something for the show or a post or something, I'll, I'll be driving and I'll, I'll tell fucking Siri to, to write it down and, uh, my accent is indecipherable to her. She has no fucking idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I look at Leia like, oh, good. I'm, I'm glad I did that. I'm, I'm glad I, I risked life and limb getting her to fucking note down something about penguins when it was about taxation. I'm like, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> fucking peanut uh, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I mean, I... I've given lyric lyric writing a, a go. I I was inspired briefly uh, when I first got to the US. I started visiting dive bars and checking out shows and stuff. And I was like, shit, that'd be fun. You know, ignoring the fact that I'm musically talentless. I was like, ah, no, maybe I can shout into a mic. Get some actual musicians <laughs> to back me up. But uh, I, I started writing down lyrics. I, I recognize the same kind of thing. I'd, I'd like, you know, kind of figure out a melody, figure out some lyrics. I'd write them down. And if I, if I didn't fucking record how the melody went, I'd look back at the lyrics and be like, how could I ever sing this? <laughs> like, <laughs> how I have, could I ever sing this? I, I'd, be, I'd be like, that, that, those are just words. It's not a song, dude. Like, scrap it and move on. But, <laughs> no, it, it, it's a hell of a talent. And I, I respect the fuck out of you guys just putting it together. I mean, <laughs> putting together uh, seven steps in 15 minutes or whatever it took you. <laughs> I, yep, fifteen about fifteen minutes. I, I'm I'm glad we have guys like you in the community <laughs> with with uh with some talent. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, we we've seen more and more people kind of find their niche and being like, "Hey, I'm good at this." You guys, you guys into this? And everyone's like, "Oh, fuck yeah, we are. We love that." So, <laughs> yeah, I I love to see it, and uh, I'm I'm happy it's out there. That was the uh, when I was first starting up. I had had some thoughts about. You know, I would like to get into the Liberty community on a page or something to help spread the influence of this, but the oversaturation of, <laughs> you know, one thing I, I know pretty dang well is like, is gear stuff and tactics stuff. Um, I had a little bit of time in that kind of realm myself, and yeah. I was like, well, there are like 800 pages that I'm following that already do all of this stuff. <laughs> like, we do not need another one. I was like, what can I do? And I just, I don't know. I guess the idea had never come to me to be like, hey, uh, idiot, you can play guitar and sing. You want to try that? And I was like, oh, thanks, self. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. Definitely the community to to put that, that out into. Um, 
I mean, hopefully we get some more people listening to you guys and uh, we'll, we'll have enough people screaming for a second album soon enough. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The second album will uh, should release and I think um, I'm going to say probably about four four weeks. Oh, really? Uh, we release, yeah, we release our album uh, after we've posted all the songs on Instagram that are on the album. It's okay. it's confusing. I, I did I did not plan it super well, but that's just how it's how it's been going. Yeah. We we live and learn. <laughs> exactly. I, I've hardly got weekly episodes coming out for the E Militia, so you know, no judgment. <laughs> we're 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 learning as we do. <laughs> uh, interesting little uh, side fact about this album: um, all except three of the songs, because I released three songs just completely independently and randomly. <laughs> Uh, just because I was like, hey, these are really good ideas for songs, I need to get them out. So I did. Uh, but all of the other songs, all I think 10 of them, maybe 11, uh, we recorded in a two-day span over uh, at some point in time during December. Mm. And it was... Who doggy? <laughs> it was it was a lot. That was a lot. My voice was tired. Oh man, because that was the only day that we could get together and actually record together. So we had to get every bit that done that we possibly could, Ooh. and somehow we did it. Get some throat coat tea, avoid the whiskey, and cross your fingers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and appreciate oh, yeah. the uh, the gravelly sound as your throat rips. <laughs> <laughs> It help, helps on some songs. <laughs> when, you, when you just leave all the ones that need a bit of extra gravel for right at the end of the day. <laughs> be like, exactly. Oh, man, he, I could hear the pain in his voice. It's like, yeah, he had to go to the hospital afterwards. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, uh, can't, he can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's his, his last work, but, you know, hey-ho. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, fucking killer, man. Um, anything else you want to, like, mention before we... Uh, finish it um let's see oh yeah so uh people ask all the time and it's because i do not know how to promote myself in any (laughs) way shape or form uh just for everyone listening uh if you want to find us and listen to our songs uh you can find them on uh following platforms spot spotify iTunes, TikTok, Google Play, and YouTube Music, Pandora, Deezer, Tidal, Napster, iHeartRadio, Claro Musical, uh, Savardra, I think that's how you pronounce it, Angheim, KKBox, uh, NetTease, MediaNet, Instagram and Facebook, and Shazam. And to find <laughs> us, uh, type in Evergreen Sprigs. That's how you'll find us on all of those platforms and you'll find our songs. We release all the songs one album at a time. So We Will Not Comply is the only album that's out currently. And in about four to five weeks, uh, our second album will be out. Oh, that's a mouthful. There okay. you go. You got all that. That, that was a lot, a lot more elegant than some people, including, oh, including nice. uh, my co-host and myself. <laughs> we have stumbled through some plugs. But... Uh, <laughs> Nice. And uh, yourself, we can find you on Instagram. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. You, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram uh, at just type in Red Wolf seventeen seventy six. I should pop up. Nice. Good stuff. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, man. And we'll uh, we'll put all those links in the description. And I, I'll have to uh, I'll have to give you a crash course in marketing because that's that's all I do. That's my apocalypse skill i'm gonna gonna help everyone sell their beans and ammo and shit i guess hey there you go there you go Uh, someone's gotta do it yeah yeah you know um (laughs) but thanks for coming on man it's it's been a pleasure yeah i I really appreciate it man and thanks you know thanks for letting me come on absolutely probably the biggest pages who i've talked to so far and helps out a ton again my biggest thing is i just i just want to get the message out as best i can well, I'm I'm hoping in uh, in three years' time, people are gonna be able to go down to a local dive bar or local country bar, whatever it is, and hear you guys put some songs on. Or oh, it, man. <laughs> that's 
I, I'm, I'm a dive bar guy, man. I have to romanticize it. There you go. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time. See y'all.